Welcome to this week in Loveland Tiger Sports here on LovelandTigers.org and ESP Media powered by Stout Arm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Loveland Athletic Director Brian Knatzer. Brian, good morning. How is Tiger Nation this week? Good morning and uh, to you, Jason, and good morning to Tiger Nation as well. Tiger Nation is outstanding. Today is the first day of school, so now we have, you know, the pulse of our students you know, going through the hallways and the rooms here at Loveland High School. It's a great feeling. Excited to have them back. Uh, excited just to keep moving forward, not just athletes, but all our student bodies. So teachers yeah. are here. Everyone's excited. Uh, administration is thrilled, and, and we're ready to move forward with this fall. So thanks for asking. Do you feel that energy throughout the school that the kids and the teachers and other staff are just excited to be back together again in one place and, and uh, getting everything they need to get done? Yeah, they, everyone is. I mean, it's new to everyone, so everyone's kind of they're they're a little bit quiet. They're 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 watching the looking at the at their feet. At which direction do I walk? Where do I stand? Where do I <laughs> yeah. eat? What is? Am I eating in the main gym? And am I eating in the cafeteria? Who am I sitting by? So it's all those sorts of things. Classrooms look a lot different than these kids have ever seen them before. So mm-hmm. you know, we we're doing a you know a model where we get an a day and a b day and then every other friday for each of those kids we call it the hybrid model so um you know the kids are understand it. it was well communicated and i think a lot of them from what i can gather they're just glad to be back um you know glad to be playing games glad to be in the classroom glad to see their teachers and their classmates and they're excited so we're excited for them and uh we look forward to it Absolutely. And uh, let's talk about your uh, athletic teams and what they've done this past week, where we're going forward. Let's start off with boys golf. We were bragging all kinds of things about them a week ago, you know, winning the ECC preview. We talked about you know, Tyler Valley, Joe Janikowski, the way they performed in that and the way they performed thus far. But I also want to touch on how about the youngster, Anthony Moran. I mean, kind of coming, coming on into the program. He's seventh in the league in scoring average right now. How has he been able to come in and just immediately out of the gates make the impact he has? Well, he's one of those those kids uh, that I don't think stress gets to him, or at least for (laughs) me it doesn't look like it gets to him because, like I said, I I just remember um, the first time I really ever met him, he was really – he had about a 30-yard putt, and he came up to me. I was standing uh, with his coach, and he said – uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to sink this putt for, for the, for Instagram. And, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, okay. So I just took a couple pictures sure. and he sunk it. And I thought I didn't record it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe my mistake. I was extremely apologetic. And I said, I will never, ever make that mistake again. <laughs> but such a great natured kid, really excited. Obviously a youngster who fits in well with that, varsity staff and yeah. I think we're going to see him for some time to come so look forward to watching him play this week as I think what we head out my notes here we're, we're, we're going against Moeller in Wyoming this week and yeah. um, so heading out there so we'll get out and look for him on Twitter and Instagram I promise you Anthony I will <laughs> not miss a video of your putt is he do you look at him the way you're talking it's kind of like a unicorn I mean you're talking about a teenager just getting his high school career started and nothing phases him it is that's that's not common <laughs> yeah well i don't i don't know him well enough to where i can say nothing phases him because he's a very light-hearted good-natured kid that likes to compete <laughs> so i <laughs> oh i think we're having a technical issue here 
I think Brian froze up on us. Uh-oh. We're having a technical issue here with uh, Brian. Hopefully we can get him back here and uh, uh, get this, get our conversation back going here. As this year kind of progresses. There we go. There you go. So he's a. Uh, there we go. Now we're back. There we go. Bit of a glitch, glitch there. That's all right, all right there. there. No worries. And uh, let let's uh, let's talk about your uh, let's talk about the girls' golf team on the other side there. As we touched on the boys there a little bit, they're about everybody's kind of in the golf season, approaching the halfway point. You look at the the way the ECC is going, kind of in the mid kind of mid pack. Still a lot of time, obviously, to uh, to move forward right now. In in the way that you've seen the girls perform and, and talking to the coaching staff, just kind of the overall vibe. Is it a matter of just the the as the old cliche goes, putting the little things together? and shoring those little things up in order to help you move towards the top of the league? Yeah, I, th- these girls are just grinding. They're grinding it out right now. Uh, we're leaning hard on our number one, Emmy Amy, who's doing a great job. Um, and the, the girls behind her, Megan Smith, Kristen Diger, uh, mm-hmm. Maya Stokes, they're, they're, they're coming along as well. So, I mean, we're just, we're just grinding it out, leaning, leaning on, on Emmy. And I think, you know, like you said, they'll, they'll put it all together. You know, it, it's, it's the end of the season that matters right now. It's figuring yeah. it out, gaining some confidence, uh, learning to work as a team, and, and they're doing that. So we're very proud of where where they are. We actually go tonight at at O'Bannon. It's 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 an invite for us, and then later this week we're off uh, to Lakota West and against Anderson. So we're excited to continue to grind it out and get better each and every uh, every week. That's all you can do in the midst of the uh, season for sure. Let's move on to the pitch. Boys soccer, 1-0-1 right now after a draw with the Lakota East. Not a, Never a bad thing there. We always know Lakota East and Lakota West, always very good on the pitch. They get got LaSalle, and then you're heading into ECC play uh, later in the week against Turpin. Uh, as you're getting into the league schedule, and we know how tough this league is in uh, boys soccer, do they look at this start of the schedule – as an important place to kind of set the tone for the rest of the season? Yeah, Coach Dunlop has always scheduled a very challenging, very difficult beginning of the season schedule so he can kind of figure out where, where they're at. The kids can too, and they can kind of move from there. It's always set us up for success in the, in the past years uh, and obviously wanted to do that. What you know, one of, one of his concerns was he didn't get enough look at you know, what his kids could do versus other teams. Uh, we were able, fortunately, this weekend to put a scrimmage together against Elder to kind of give us a couple different looks mm-hmm. uh, and, and see what we have, you know, um, you know, for our personnel. So we're doing that. We're learning. Obviously, you mentioned, you know, zero-zero tie with Lakota East. You know, that, that's just the way it goes. That's okay. But we got some guys that can score. You know, we watched them, you know, the very first week uh, or their first game. Uh, against Summit, where there was a tale of two halves. You know, the first half they really looked like they were asleep. Uh, we're down, was down two to nothing, and then all of a sudden, oh, we got some guys that you know gained a little confidence, showed yeah. a little strength, uh, passed the ball around, made some shots. We ended up winning that game, um, and I think we just need to continue to increase our our confidence and go against, as you said, some some of these schools. You know, like a LaSalle and a Turpin, very strong, heavy, loaded at the beginning of the season. So. Mm-hmm. You know, the good thing, Jason, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves very early and we're going to yeah. make changes along the way. And I think, I think we'll be just, just fine. So excited to watch them this week as well. 
Over on the girls' side, a couple of matches uh, now in hand, and I think we've learned the one thing we've learned about this team is they're good. Uh, a couple of wins by a combined seven goals over Lakota East and Harrison. Uh, some of the individual accolades, you look at the ECC leaderboard, and it's hard to find hard not hard to find somebody that doesn't play for Loveland at or near the top of the the individual leaderboards uh, thus far. It is early in the season, but still looking great out of the shoot. When they get going like this, when you've got strong goalkeeping, you've got multiple players that can put the ball in the net, you've got somebody else that can distribute the ball the way Shariah Smolenski has done it. How tough is this team when they are clicking like this? Well, I mean, they're a threat. If it's a corner kick, you know, and, and you know, Donovan's taking the quarter kick, or if it's, if it's a throw-in um, and, and, you know, you, you've got any, anywhere on that on that field is, is going to be a threat. Caps a cabbage when she's got the ball in her hands for a throw in. I mean, she's on a 30 yard line. She can get it right to where she needs to get it. And mm -hmm. uh, and these girls can't can answer to that. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of girls that can score. There's a lot of girls that use her head. So that's why a corner corner kick is a threat. Um, they work hard together. They're, they are on a mission. They're on a mission every year. Um, mission is never complete till that state championship. Uh, game so and that's kind of the motto they have so um, they're a very physical group and, and they're they're you know they live up to that I mean they they strength train they are well conditioned um, their mind is in the right place uh, they don't get phased uh, and they work they work hard together so they are they are good and they are fun to watch on the other side of the ball you have a lot of goal thus far this season. So that's, you know, we offense gets a lot of the accolades, but it makes it pretty easy for the offensive side when your defense starting with, starting with the your keeper and then in front of her isn't allowing anything in. Yeah. They, they, it, they're just, it's physical. Good luck getting that ball in there. They, <laughs> they, they're not, they're not afraid to use their body and they sacrifice their body uh, for the overall betterment of the team. And uh, they're off to a good start and showing that as well, that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with and coming back for the league title for sure. Let's move on to cross country, uh, getting started with the uh, under the lights at the Moeller invite this past Friday, as we talked last week, a really cool event. Uh, how did you think your teams performed and uh, what do they look to do to carry that forward into the, uh, into the Loveland Invitational this weekend? Yeah, well, I'll tell you. So, you know, we hosted a home football game. So as I came home, I knew they were going to be streaming that. So fortunately, I was able to watch that stream for the two varsity races. Uh, wow, we, we just we just we knocked it out of that out of, out of the park on that. Uh, you know, Emmy Sager on the girls side, obviously, she won it with a 1915 time. Hmm. Um, and just, I mean, great, great picture of her, you know, it's been all over Twitter, Sarah, Sarah Maddox, third place, uh, Ellie Carr came in eighth, Jesse Gibbons in 10th place, uh, Sophia Huff, a freshman, was 22nd place. So overall, out of all of those, I mean, that is a loaded uh, field at, at that Moeller invite. So, I mean, yeah. there, there was a lot of very good runners, a lot of high quality teams, and we were very fortunate that, that our, our girls ended up coming out of that not only emmy winning it overall but we as a team won that as well so a very strong team uh, a lot of different runners we could pull in and place in that team but but um everyone's healthy and they ran it uh at, 
I mean, just exceptional time. So really excited for, for our Loveland girls. On the boys' side of it, again, they were just equally as loaded with teams there. Uh, Ryan Chevalier, who ended up coming in third place, I think his overall time was a 16.32, uh, phenomenal time. Uh, we have our sophomore, Brady Steiner, uh, A.J. Stutz came in 23rd, Sam Niger, 27th, and Zach Mays in 40th. So as a team, it's a strong team that will continue to get stronger, uh, and our boys ended up taking fourth. So not too shabby with the girls coming up with first, boys coming in fourth. Uh, they, they really, as, a, as a all, you know, did a great job. And I don't want to say dominating, but, I mean, they yeah. – they, they did a great job. Coach Nestor and his staff have done a phenomenal job with just, you know, priming these athletes uh, for competition and knowing what they have to do. So we're excited for things to come. And you mentioned our Loveland invite, which is this Saturday at Home of the Brave um, here at Loveland. Um, I First race starts at 7.30, but I really got to do a big shout out to Jim and Cindy Dahlmeyer. There are two of the parents that really organize this whole thing. They tell us what to do, what we need to bring, where we need to be, and th they do a great job. They they you know, they mow the course. It's all mapped out. Um, you know, it, it, it's nice to have you know, a parent running it, and we just say, "What do you need? I'll be there. Whatever you want, I'll you get go. it." Oh, we need officials done. We you know they're they're also going to live stream it as well. I'll make sure I tweet that out to Tiger Nation so that everyone can watch um, because we are obviously asking for a very limited crowd as well uh, during these times. But it's a great event, a great course. We're really excited that we get to host this and uh, that we're able to do this right now, Jason. Um, so um, so on Saturday, watch for, the, watch for the mainstream and the best of luck to all the teams and the runners that, that will be coming here. What does it say about the community that you have parents like that who will say, give me the ball. We'll handle this thing. We'll set up everything that needs to run. You just bring the athletes. We'll take care of everything like that. How much does that support mean to you as an athletic director, given how busy you have, you have to be on a daily basis? A segue in that it is a, it is never too late to join the Loveland athletic boosters at www.athleticboosters.com. And you can join uh, what a very strong, a booster group uh, and just a community that is willing to, everyone wants to be a part. Everyone cares about the programs. They care about the kids. They, they care about the overall success uh, of, of all programs here. So it is nice um, to be able to, to lean on, on, on some of our uh, parents and booster groups and say, all right, take the wheel. We're, we're, we're all in this together. And at the end of the day, um, you know, we are, it's their kids and it's our programs and, we're excited that we have such a unique community that is willing to put so much time and effort and support into all of our athletic programs. It's an invaluable resource, and we're glad to give them the, their proper recognition, that's for sure. Let's move on to volleyball. Uh, taking care of business thus far, uh, two sweeps over uh, West Claremont and McNick. Now you've got some some tough ones coming up. You know, three of your next four on the road, it gets going with Winton Woods, and you've got Milford coming up a little bit later on in the week. Now that we're kind of into the season, is this just business as usual for this team at this point? Okay, we have to go somewhere else and, and we have to go on the road, you know, for the next three out of four and uh, try and get some wins there? Yeah, well, they're, they're a team that, that, that works well together. And I think they, as well as girls soccer that we mentioned, you know, 
they're mm-hmm. they're returning champions and they want that 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 ECC championship outright. I want to highlight one person if I could. So sure. Maya Jepson, who is you know she leads with kills with twenty three blocks, two aces, and seven digs. What a great uh, athlete on our courts, uh, a leader of this volleyball program, athlete of the week uh, as well for the ECC. Um, so I wanted to highlight her, and it, but it's just individuals like her that make this contribution to the overall team but uh, they communicate well they rally around one another they you know it was it was very interesting um, and fun to watch that on Saturday versus McNick Uh, McNick had a very large crowd uh, within our 15 percent capacity but it was a it it was it was very loud Um, they're a very vocal group and you know winning three games outright was a lot, a lot of credit is given back to our girls and the coaching staff. So uh, well done. And uh, to your point, you're right. There is some tough competition. You know, we're on the road twice and then we host on Saturday, Lakota East here. So there is no, there's no rest for this. Volleyball is, you know, three, three matches a week. So um, we we look for them to continue on with their success, stay healthy and and keep, um, keep the wins. Speaking of another defending league champion, and boy, that's got to make you look really good as an athletic director when we can say that. Another defending league champion. Uh, tennis has come out on fire to uh, start the year off of last year's ECC title. Uh, they just continue to pile up the results, the individual wins, the team wins, and what have you. And uh, in, in what you've seen and talking to the coaches, how pleased are you that this team that's back from last year's title team has seemingly not rested on its laurels and thought, oh, we're the champs, we'll be fine, everybody's got to come beat us. And it seems like this year they're trying to take their game to another level and tell the rest of the league, if you want it, you're going to come pride out of our hands. Well, and these are new faces too, Jason. So Maria Hoder and Grace Hart, those are girls that you know have now taken the one and two spot that are battling through this and learning it all this of themselves. Yeah, they, they were here last year, but they're the new number one and new number two. Mm-hmm. Other girls have graduated from last year. So, you know, they're figuring out how to compete at that high level. And they're obviously having a lot of success at it. And our doubles with Tess Broerman and Hannah Wanger, uh, undefeated, uh, just you know, really good athletes, very, very fun to watch and have a have an enormous uh, just presence on the court as, as doubles. Um, so um, if you get a chance to, to check them out, Tiger Nation, please come out and, and watch our girls tennis who is having a lot of success, um, as you mentioned, Jason, and it's a really athletic team. Um, and uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. So uh, continue to do that. I think we're, we're up against Turpin tonight. And we got uh, West Claremont and then we go out of conference for Sycamore Mason as well this week. So never a dull moment in our girls' tennis. Very busy. Well, and the way they're playing, you know, I don't want to see any dull moments right now. Let's keep piling up the wins there. Uh, lastly, let's talk about your football team. Uh, things don't go their way against Turpin. You know, the score was what it was. Everybody's been able to see that. But from what I was able to tell, and you can you can speak to this as well, this game was a lot closer than a lot of people indicate than it looked like. Seems like you're able to move the ball successfully, just weren't able to take that final step and punch it in there. Had chances down deep in in, in the Turpin zone and just weren't able to break through there. Is that what you saw in this one? That there were there were chances in this game that unfortunately just didn't go your way. Well, first of all, we're going to be really extremely excited that we got a game in. So yeah. uh, very excited to do that. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good ap- atmosphere. 
we were able to stream the game. Our boosters were able to, so we're going to be able to stream games through the boosters um, club. And, you know, we, uh, you're right. The scoreboard didn't uh, encapsulate what, you know, the overall end of the game, but it was, I mean, we were in the red zone four times. And end of the first quarter, there was nothing on the scoreboard. We had our opportunities. Um, we made a couple mistakes, um, you know, down inside the, in, in the, in the red zone and even inside the five and the 10. Uh, and that, that cost, that cost us. Uh, yeah. A couple missed field goal opportunities. I mean that that could have that could have been a very different uh, score on our end. Momentum switches things very quickly, as you know in high school athletics. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, scoreboard didn't look look like we thought it could have on film. But again, these guys are are moving the ball and they're doing what they need to do to be improved. And I think they just got to gain this confidence, put some points on the board, and then yeah. I think they're going to be fine. I mean. Yeah. Uh, our Calvin clouded quarterback. I mean, he had 154 passing yards, uh, 61 rushing yards. So, you know, he's a little bit of a dual threat there. Um, Ethan Lund had four catches for 85 yards. So we've got some connections there on the defensive uh, side of the ball. Uh, our free safety, Ethan Freeland had nine tackles and our defensive end, Gabe Ogden had 2.5 sacks. So we've got people on both sides of the ball. We're moving the ball. We're stopping. Um, we put it we got to put it all together a couple big plays got us you know um and and that's the way it ended up we fixed those up we watch film we learn from it we we put the ball into the end zone we get some points well we're we're a different team and our goal is to do that this this upcoming week versus west claremont high school which jason is going to be our senior night Mm -hmm. for both football and for cheer so we're excited to uh to have that opportunity to do that so we welcome the wolves and we welcome our seniors and their parents. Yeah, no doubt. It's interesting that, you know, where other schools are doing as well, moving their senior days up earlier into the season. I guess we, we can guarantee that they get the recognition uh, that they deserve there. So it should be a good one uh, there against West Claremont. What are you looking forward to uh, in that game? Are you looking to just to clean up some of the things that didn't go your way in the first game, shake off a little bit of that offseason rust into week two? What are you seeing? Yeah, I think we have to do that, right? We haven't we haven't won a game in you know, you know, last year, and we haven't won one this year as well. So I mean, we we just got to put that 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 win in that column yeah. and let this once that confidence hits, Jason, I, it's going to be a completely different team. We already look different. We're moving the ball different. It's feeling different. Now we just need that confidence, and once that comes, I'm I'm telling you, just watch out. And we will certainly be watching out for that. And uh, how all our other Tiger athletes perform this week, and we'll pre- we'll talk about that next week uh, here on the show. Brian, great catching up with you once again, and I uh, look forward to doing it a week from today. Great. Good afternoon, Tiger Nation. We will see you at our events, or we'll watch you streaming. There you go. Check out the entire schedule at LovelandTigers.org. That is Brian Knasser, Athletic Director at Loveland High School, joining us for this week in Loveland Tiger Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.